0: Welcome to the Strong Roots Podcast. My name is Kristen Hill, and we are in an Enneagram season. And what the Enneagram is, it's a really popular personality test. And what we want to do throughout this season is to show you how uniquely you were made in God's image through each personality type that they lay out. So get ready to learn more about yourself and others through this podcast. Welcome back to the Strong Roots Podcast. We are in our Enneagram season, and I'm here with Elise. And she is a type one, which is the reformer. And if you don't know about this at all, I'm gonna describe type one to you right now. So a type one is a number led by the relentless inner critic. You live to make yourself and the rest of the world better. Does that sound true to you? Yes.
1: (laughs) So I totally, when we first found out about the Enneagram, I was reading on Instagram and it was like, me. This is so me. Oh my gosh, I can relate so hard right now. Yes.
0: Yes, I am a total one. I love this. So you ready for me to pick your brain? Yes. I'm so excited. Yes, and by the way, Elise is such a healthy one. So I can't wait to pick your brain because honestly, I'm just so excited to learn from you right now. So thank you. Yes, I mean it. So question one, what do you wish people knew about type ones? And do you feel like there are any misconceptions with your number? Okay, so one's man, when we point out improvement
1: opportunities, like we are doing that out of love and because we care. And I think that especially when I was unhealthy, like a couple of years ago, as a one, it would seem hypercritical and very demanding. But man, for those of you guys watching, like when we point out something, that's an area of improvement, Mm -hmm. man, it's because we want to help you grow. We want to help see you transform because that's something we love ourselves, like transforming, getting better, Mm -hmm. areas of improvement, like getting to be able to be critiqued Mm -hmm. so that we can level up. And so when we do that for other people, that's like our love language. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes people are like, they're so hypercritical. But it's like, oh, but I love when people are critical towards me. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. Has that hurt relationships in the past? I think so. I think people who are close to me, mm-hmm. um, I'm even more critical of them. And I think like if my husband's watching, um, he would be like, yes, like in the past, <laughs> Elise has been a little abrasive about things she really believes in. Mm-hmm. But it's with a heart of wanting to help him be the very best that he can be. And I think through the years, I have learned how to be more patient and be more Jesus-driven in helping people change. Because like I know that I cannot be the person that transforms someone. Right. It's the Holy Spirit in them. And so I think that there's this, now that I've given my life to Jesus, there's this new, um, I don't know, there's this new definition of growth that I think I have for people and ones have for people. Um Seeing them follow Jesus harder instead uh. of like seeing them be a different person.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Do you feel like it's hard for ones to follow Jesus or easy? I don't know. I think
1: for me, I think it's been. I don't want to. I want. I don't want to say. Oh, it's just so easy. But I think it's been a natural desire for me to want to follow Jesus because he brings transformation and mm-hmm. growth to each and every one of us as we seek him further and i think because i'm a one i love that mm-hmm. and i think about our core value you know at first church growing people change and i just hold on to that i love 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 that core value because man jesus calls us to continually transform continue to change until the day that we're with him in heaven mm-hmm. and as a one that's like oh yeah i can do that <laughs> jesus like i'm here for you yes <laughs>
0: it's so good Okay. So in your opinion, what are the greatest strengths in a one? So I think I already talked about like
1: Mm -hmm. growth and wanting to transform into the very best version of themselves. But I also think the other side of it is being morally right, like really having a deep sense of what is right Mm -hmm. and what is wrong and seeking to, man, put the truth out there and like achieve justice in whatever situation and I think working like at church is the perfect place for a one or for me at least because I feel like that is continually the goal like man to spread God's truth and love and to be able to do the right thing like do the morally good sound thing that Jesus wants for us um and then I think being organized (laughs) I think that that's like a big strength in the one. Like if you need somebody to plan your vacation or make you a calendar on Google or get you like with a great checklist, you can definitely count on a one friend to do that for you.
0: And I feel like you do really well with people with ideas. Yes. Like, so if you have a good idea or an abstract idea, a one will be like, let me tell you how you'll implement that awesome idea. Yeah. <laughs> Implementation
1: of ideas, yeah. yeah. That's
0: why we work so well <laughs> together. It's, it's so true. And you're needed. Like, a one is so needed. And you really are gifted in that way in so many ways. But oh, Thank you. Yes. I think that part of you makes other numbers thrive. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah I, I guess I can see that. Because yeah. it's the way you lift other people up is supporting their ideas and actually helping them achieve their dreams and goals. I think that's one of my favorite things about a one. Oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> That's cool. So what part about being a one, okay, we're going to shift gears, like great yeah. things So, What makes you cringe? <sighs> I think having unrealistic, extremely
1: high expectations for people okay. and for things. So because we really want that rightness and mm-hmm. that goodness and that like standard of what, and for me, what Jesus has for yes. us, I want to see everybody shooting for that standard, getting there with everything they've got. And when I see people who are, in my mind, slacking or not doing all that they can mm-hmm. to, to meet the standard that I know Jesus has for them, it's like, oh, why? But just just try harder do it more. It's fine. You can do this. Like, come on guys. And I think that that can be like, for me, a little cringy because it's like, oh gosh, like I don't want to, I don't want to put people down or make people feel like they can't achieve something. I want them to feel like they can. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that abrasiveness again of like, you can be here, meet this standard when really maybe that's not the standard God has for them at this moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and I need to be patient and lovingly walk alongside people Mm -hmm. instead of like, dragging them with me, you know, <laughs> yes. I have a tendency to do that. So,
0: so the core sin of a one is anger. Mm-hmm. Does that, re- do you relate to that?
1: Um, I think, I think I do. And I think a lot of people that know me, they're kind of shocked by that. Like, at oh, least she never seems angry, but I think it's a more internal mm-hmm. anger. It's kind of like a, a brooding, like icky thing where like I can mask it. Mm-hmm. But when I go home, I'm like, I just, I just can't believe like, this this is just not right this is not the right thing that we should be doing or man why did he not show up at this time when we we Mm -hmm. talked about doing this and it's easy for me to stew on things like that Mm -hmm. and man that's where having a relationship with Jesus really really comes in for a one because I can give that to Jesus and Mm -hmm. say you know what God like take my anger right now in this moment like replace it with your understanding and your wisdom for this person and for this situation. And I think since I've been following Jesus, that has been easier and easier for me
0: to do. But yes, anger is definitely a tendency I I lean towards. Yes. Do you think it's something, you kind of hit on it, but how did it look different before Jesus? How did your anger manifest? Because you say now you give it to him. Mm -hmm. What did it look like before Jesus?
1: I think in relationships and with people, um, I would get kind of snarky mm-hmm. and very passive aggressive and like make side comments that weren't very direct because I was still trying to be right but yeah. and good but wanted them to like see I'm disproving of this and I'm pretty pretty not happy about what's going on right now yeah um so I think that it, it gave off like a, a really not I don't know yucky vibe to people that I was close with or working with um But since like choosing to follow Jesus, I think he's been refining that out of me and transforming that. Mm -hmm. I think he's put people, good people in my life to help point that out Mm -hmm. because it's not something that I always really noticed. I think Mm -hmm. it was more reactionary um, and not really intentional. But when people would point it out to me, like, you know, some of my closest friends being like, hey, Elise, like that was kind of hurtful. Like, are you mad at me? Like, what's going on? I'd be like, oh, wow. I'm so sorry for treating you that way. And I think yeah. even us, like, we still do that yeah. on a pretty consistent basis, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it helps me a lot.
0: So so do you like conflict? Because a lot of numbers, it's like no conflict, like twos and nines for sure. Mm-hmm, do you mm-hmm. embrace conflict? Are you somewhere in the middle? How do you feel? Yes, I think I embrace
1: conflict if it means we are going to seek justice.
0: Mm. Ooh, mm-hmm. So
1: not necess- I'm not looking for conflict. I'm hoping and praying all the time that we can have peace and that we can seek the truth together and have this kind of idealistic um, world, but that's just not the truth. Yeah. So there is going to be conflict and I think that God has really helped me in those situations when I do have to confront or I'm inside of a conflict to be able to have the wisdom and the discernment to like bring truth to the table in a loving manner so that everybody can, we can see everyone else's sides and still come to the godly conclusion.
0: And I feel like that is a gift of you. And so you have to tell me if it's a one (laughs) one characteristic, but you are really good at seeing everyone's point of view. I feel like if there's an issue that your first reaction is okay let me think of that other person yeah. what they were thinking what was going on in their life like you are really good at that. Oh, is that I just think. an Elise thing or do you think that's a one thing? <sighs> you know, I think I think being married to Dakota has
1: helped me. So you guys will get to this, but Dakota, my husband is a nine. Yeah. And I think for the last five years, being with him and him always yes. pointing to the other side, mm-hmm. I think that's affected me a little bit. Um, but I also think it is the way that I process mm-hmm. to help find the very best route. Because mm-hmm. I think um, in in my unhealthy version of of my oneness, it's like, I'm right there's no other right way. But I think now that, you know, I'm, I've become more of a healthy, healthy one. Um, I want to know the right way, even if it's not my way. Right. So I want to see all sides to see, oh man, maybe there's an even better writer, right. more sound way to do whatever we're doing.
0: Right. And I feel like God in your life has even, like God has used Dakota, but also just himself, like, oh, all right. Because yeah. through his word or through people, like, yes. I mean, oh, in my life too, like, my way isn't always the right way mm-hmm. even if i thought it was god's right you know it's like god's like um no it right. wasn't yes so that's so totally. good so how does being a one we kind of hit this but how does it affect relationships with others and with jesus yeah um i think with others i i think
1: people can rely on me mm-hmm. to be the person that's going to get it done yes so whether it's in work or in friendships I usually kind of take on the role of, like, the planner, the organizer, the itinerary keeper, yeah. and I love it. Like, I love doing that. I love jumping in and being that person. So I feel that people around me mm-hmm. know that they can rely on me getting the job done and then helping helping them and supporting them and making sure that, like, man, their part of whatever we're doing is going to be taken care of, too. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I guess I'm going to have your back. like, And yes. I think that that's one of my strengths in relationships. But I think with Jesus, um, I think just, uh, I would say the growth thing again. Mm-hmm. I think um, this is like a churchy word, sanctification. But with Jesus, I feel that because he's made me a one, it has given me a deeper desire to transform with him. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's helped me a lot um, jumpstart my relationship with Jesus since I've been following him for the last five years, but also jumpstart my relationship with other people Mm -hmm. because I now have that godly desire to build those relationships instead Mm -hmm. of just barrel through people and do whatever I want and whatever I think is right.
0: Right. And you talked about with people, you're Mm -hmm. really good at having their backs. Now, does that make it hard for you to want to rely on Jesus to have your back? Does it make it easier or harder? I think
1: I think it 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 can be hard for me. I think yeah. I I'm such a forward focused person yeah. and kind of someone who always wants to see what's going to happen next and mm-hmm. you know what's the vision for the future and all of these things, but sometimes like God has a different plan mm-hmm. and I think trusting that he does have my back. Yeah. Um it's definitely something I'm growing in yeah. but still struggle
0: with like <gasps> Oh, gosh, like, God, are you there? Like, Mm -hmm. should we go down this way? I don't know. It doesn't feel right. (laughs) Yes. So. And I think that's something we can all relate to is he does always have our back. Right. He says he'll always be with us. But I think sometimes our greatest strengths with God, we, like, for the twos, you know, we're helpers. We don't want God. We don't want your help. Mm -hmm. So for you, like, you're really good at having people's back. Like, I got my own back for me. You know what I mean? Like, so. I think it's so important to even see. How we're maybe relying on ourselves right. instead of God. No, that's so good. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: And I think I've definitely struggled with relying on me and my own, like, I can do it. I can perfect it. I can control this situation mm-hmm. instead of saying, God, I give you the control. Like, I am not perfect. I am a sinner. Like, and I think that that's one of those core beliefs that, like, I need to continue to tell myself, like, I'm not perfect. Like, mm-hmm. only God can. Can make me perfect because He is in me. Yes. Not because of anything I do. Not because of anything that like I achieve. Not because of um, any of that. It's only because of Him.
0: Yes. So. so good. So relatable. So, what traits do ones best reflect Jesus' character and God's image? I think the first thing that comes to mind
1: is integrity mm-hmm. and justice. Um, I think the two combined like having a strong sense of doing the godly thing Mm -hmm. but then wanting to do something about it so I think man if I if I could think if Jesus was here and if he was the one I can imagine him you know seeing something and knowing that it wasn't the just thing but then moving forward and like letting people know about it and not just mm-hmm. sitting back and being like, eh, somebody else will take care of it. Somebody else will come along and let them know that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is one of, like, the biggest inclinations I have, like, moving through life and in conversations. Like, I feel like my heart and my my spirit is always tugged towards, like,
0: is that truly good and right? Like, mm-hmm. is is this just? Mm-hmm. So, And I feel like... What I see in you and what I see in Jesus is justice trumps people's approval. Right. Like if you think it's right, doesn't matter how many people disagree, right? You're gonna move forward. Yep. And that's such a godly thing. And yeah. it, Jesus did that all the time. He talked to the woman at the well, mm-hmm. even though that was frowned upon. The Samaritan, right. he you know, the tax collector, all right. these people who he sought out and gave dignity and value to mm-hmm. Thousands of people disagreed right. with that, right? But he didn't care, right? He's like, Yep, this is right, so yes. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I think that's so cool. Do you see that? Yes,
1: I can so relate. It's more like, I don't care what anybody else is doing or thinking, <laughs> yes. I know this is the right way, so we're gonna do this. Yes, and if you want to follow me, you can, but if you don't, I'm going alone,
0: yes, because so. you're following Jesus, right? Oh, that's so good, so powerful, and I think that's something you bring to the world that a lot of people lack, including myself. Like, that's something I have to try really hard. Like, it's like, I'm going to do that because Jesus calls me to it. Not, that's my natural inclination. I just, I love that. We need you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So what traits of a one do you easily agree with? Like, yes, right on. And which ones are you like, Mm. that doesn't feel right to me? (sighs) Easily agree
1: with. So definitely leaning towards the more perfectionistic side. Yeah. I mean, even like before we just filmed this, I was like wiping off my iPad to make sure no smudges <laughs> and things like that. You know, I'm hoping like no hairs are sticking out, you know, definitely lean towards perfectionism. Um, I think the organization, the, I think I said in the beginning, I, I think I relate to most everything. I think the one thing I don't, totally totally relate to at this moment is the inner critic Mm -hmm. um I know that for a lot of ones the inner critic is something that's like constant and like almost like this person inside of your head like talking to you all day long and like Mm -hmm. almost berating you um and I don't really have that I think I did um a couple of years ago but now if my inner critic pops up it's kind of like oh no must fix fix (sighs) done yeah. and move on mm-hmm. so i think that quality for me might not be totally on base but the rest of them go go follow the meme pages on instagram because that's me <laughs> you read one it's like oh that's the think it in your head like when you're reading them
0: yes so. do you like those meme pages oh yeah
1: totally love them i'm always sending them to you yeah yes. and Aaliyah and zachary and everybody like going back and forth um because i just it's just so true mm-hmm.
0: like, it just is so good and it's kind of neat how God has placed almost all the types on our staff. So are all the parts I of the know. body. It's, isn't that fascinating? So cool. I love it. Yes. So we want to leave everyone here with a challenge. Which ones mm-hmm. you're going to like. You agree? Yes. <laughs> challenges. You have write this down. <laughs> yes. Send me, send me these questions after. <laughs> yeah. So because we just don't want this to be something that you listen to. We want you to be able to apply this to your life. So some mm-hmm. challenges for ones listening are seek God through the imperfect moments of your day. Cause it's like you said, that inner critic or that just it's hard not to be perfect all the time, right? Mm -hmm. So also another challenge could be noticing your tendency to be overly critical on yourself and others and bring that to God. And then the last one is acknowledge your natural tendency towards anger and release it to God daily. And I love Mm -hmm. that you kind of hit on all of these, but which one of those do you feel like you would want to take on as a challenge? I think seeking God in the imperfect moments Mm -hmm. because, gosh,
1: like we live in a fallen and simple world Mm -hmm. and like, man, we are not going to see perfection here until Jesus comes and and until we're with him. And so it's unrealistic to want every little detail of every little thing all day long, every person I interact with to be perfect. Right. And yeah, I think I need to seek God in those moments when things aren't going just the way I planned. I like that.
0: Thank you for being vulnerable and sharing that. Thank you.
1: I'm glad to. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yes. And thank you guys for listening. We can't wait to continue this season with you. Next time we'll be talking about type twos, which is actually what I am. And I can't wait to go over that with you. They are called the helpers. We will see you then. Thank you for checking out the Strong Roots podcast. If you are curious what your type is, make sure to check out the link in the description below. And if you don't want to miss out on any future content, make sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. And we are praying that your roots stay strong.